0: So we have an investigator Or that's what he says he is Peter Schweitzer He's going to be on talking about uh, Hunter Biden And his little art uh, Scam he has got going on We'll see if this uh, Mr. Peter will actually Answer any of our questions Stand by State radio Continues In one minute Can't wait. Glenn Beck program. Can't wait until people are forced to listen to this program. You know what I'm saying, Stu? Yeah. Just would really make our ratings go forced. up if we, if we could only just, just require them. it. It's made possible by people like you because uh, we park our big broadcast truck over your dead body. <laughs> the world of uh, buying and selling homes never been simple, uh, but today, today it's even more complicated. Uh, one thing you can learn about mankind, he likes to make every transaction as complicated as possible. Thank God we have womankind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they don't do anything that's complex. Mm-mm. They are so easy to understand. Anyway, it's, uh, complicated enough. And Sarah, why are you giving me that dirty look right now? I don't even, she's one of them. <sighs> she's a woman. Mm-hmm. She's one of them. Well, I don't know Holy, how she identifies God. today, but you could have fooled me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She keeps flashing me, too. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Stop. What's to? What's wrong?
1: I beg of you. I beg of you to get to Peter Schweitzer.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to talk about real estate agents. I if you're looking for a great real estate agent, you'll find one there realestateagentsitrust.com we have you covered coast to coast wherever it is you're moving across the street cross town or across country we can give you real estate agents on both sides to help you buy and sell the uh, house for the right amount of money it is realestateagentsitrust.com
2: tonight on glenn tv the worst of the COVID pandemic may be over, but the virus's after effects will be with us for years. And now we can finally connect the dots, showing what really happened. Did America's elites trust communist China with a civilization killing virus and then lie to cover up their mistakes? Glenn's back at the
1: chalkboard with what happened and who was involved. Deadly negligence, exposing the
2: real origins and cover up of the COVID 19 pandemic. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazeTV.com.
0: So here we have this Mr. Peter Schweizer, a host of Drill Down. With Peter Swizer, uh, what is this Drill Down thing you do? I've never even heard your podcast yet, Peter. I just found this out. How long you been doing that without telling your friends? <laughs>
2: We just started it. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going to have trouble doing this interview. I'm laughing too hard. Uh, what you are do doing on the radio is uh, is something else. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's great to be with you as always, Glenn.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, the um, I, I have two ways to go here, Peter. Yeah. We're friends. You know me. Yeah. You consider yeah. me an honest man. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I've been lying to you, Peter. <laughs> I said I wanted to get you on to talk about Hunter Biden's art, but it is all a ruse to get you to talk about the laptop that you have of his. But we'll go the honest way. Now that I've told you that's what my ruse is, let's start talking about his uh, his art. Is there any mention of his art on his laptop?
2: (laughs) No, no, there's not. Um, I would say there are. There are certain uh, images that Hunter Biden might consider to Oof. be art, yeah. uh, but um, <laughs> no, we, we we have stayed away from all uh, uh, let's yeah. say all photographs and images. There's no mention of art. There's no mention of art appreciation either yeah. uh, in, uh, on the laptop, so I'll so, just say that. Let,
0: let me, we'll come back to, to that nonsense And as much as you care to tell us, because uh, I know you're, you're writing a book and it's an expose on this. Um, But uh, uh, let's do talk about the art. Is there any doubt in anyone's mind that this is a, hey, you can meet my dad for 500 grand?
2: No, there's no doubt. Anybody that seriously looks at this, I mean, look. It, it, you got to give him credit, Glenn. There's a certain uh, a maniacal, evil genius quality to this art scam. Uh, you know, when we talked about the deals with the uh, energy company and the deals in China, everybody was saying, like, look, he has no background in China, he has no background in energy, because those are things you look for in the business world. Well, the art world, it's all subjective. It's all completely subjective. So for them to now migrate to the art world as a means by which people can pay half a million dollars for a piece of Hunter Biden art, um, that that's anything but a sophisticated scheme uh, for, you know, foreign influence buying um, is ridiculous. I mean, I'll note just a couple of days ago, there was an article in Maine that a Picasso sold for $150,000. Correct. They're, they're, Picasso. They want you to, yeah, they want you to pay th- more than three times that uh, for a piece of artwork by the uh, son of the president of the United States, who has no formal training in art and has no. So
0: okay, so so hang on just a second because I can't. I can't diss somebody for not having any formal training. of I have no formal sure. training. Well, actually, I kind of do now, uh, but no actual, you know, certificate in art or anything else. And, you know, a sure. gallery is carrying my art and it does come with a hefty price. Um, however, I don't have a track record of doing deals Uh, And trying to find ways to make money just because I'm the son of the president or the vice president. And that way you pay me for something that I'm really not doing. And you get to go talk to my dad.
2: Well, that's right. And, and also, Glenn, I mean, I know your story. I mean, you didn't start out in radio with a nationally syndicated program. And what, what Hunter Biden is basically saying is, I've never, I don't even know if he did art in high school. But what he's doing is he's going from having no background, no uh, history of doing art, to saying, I'm going to charge $500,000 for a piece of art. <laughs> and by the way, my business partner, the guy that owns this gallery, uh, has been trying for years to break into the Chinese art. Market uh, by opening up galleries. You know, we know who the buyers are going to be. Oh it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing, Glenn. Uh, with with Hunter's business career, he wasn't going to Tokyo and London and doing deals with recognized companies. He was going to Ukraine, to Moscow, to Beijing. It's going to be the same thing here. Nobody believes serious collectors in the art world are going to prize these properties and buy them. They're going to be. Market- Marketed, uh, they've already talked about this. They're going to be marketed in places like China. Um, and they're not being sold uh, you know, with sort of a made up artistic name. Uh, they're being sold as Hunter Biden. Everybody knows who Hunter Biden is. So it's very clear what this is. And the White House response to this has been laughable, Glenn, because. The only way you can deal with this is, if, if Hunter's really going to do this, is with a level of transparency. And and you've got to give Bill and Hillary Clinton credit here. When, when Bill started doing all those speeches, when Hillary was in the Senate and Secretary of State, they at least had the decency to say, we're going to disclose who's paying Bill and how much. Uh, the Biden White House is saying the opposite. We're actually going to keep it secret. Somehow that's going to make it less corrupt. Uh, it's just laughable.
0: So, you know, when I was growing up, the big scandal, uh, you know, with with uh, people trying to cash in on the president was Billy, Billy beer, Billy Carter. Right. um, Which is pretty small potatoes. uh, And we've we've always seemed to care until the Clintons. um, And now the, the evidence is so clear what's going on, at least on Hunter Biden. That you would think that this would be really important Um, in the laptop, if you care to say, um, or even out of the laptop. Is there any direct evidence that shows, I mean, solid evidence that shows that is exactly what's happening. This is a pay for play. uh, And uh, Joe Biden is profiting off of this.
2: Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Um, and you know, Glenn, we've known each other for a long time, worked on a lot of projects together. I'm I'm always loath to uh, you know to draw conclusions that you can't draw based on the material. Yes. But uh, you know, they, look, there's thirty thousand Hunter Biden emails. We got access to them. We have the collection. Uh, we were very skeptical. We didn't want to accept them at face value. So what we did, Glenn, was we cross-referenced the Hunter Biden emails. With every other data set that we know is fact. For example, uh, the US Senate released Hunter Biden's Secret Service travel records. So we know where the Secret Service traveled with him on what dates. We cross reference the Hunter Biden emails. So if an email says Hunter's going to be in Dubai next week, does that actually correspond with the Secret Service travel records? In every single case, absolutely 100%. So there's no way that they that could, could have been made up in that respect. We then cross-referenced them to the Bevan Cooney emails. Bevan Cooney, a Hunter Biden business partner who went to jail, Bevan Cooney granted us access to his Gmail accounts. meaning we didn't get printed out emails, we didn't get copies, we actually go into his Gmail account. He and Hunter exchanged emails. So the question is, Are the Hunter Biden laptop emails, do they correspond with the Bevan Cooney emails? Again, yes, one hundred percent. Then you look at the wire transfers that the Senate committee released, you know, of of the the money coming from Russia and China. You reference, you look at the references in the Hunter Biden laptop to wire transfers of money. Do those correspond? Absolutely one hundred percent. So the Biden laptop emails that we have gone through are verified all different ways there's no you know, challenging the veracity then the question becomes what's in them and that's very challenging because there's thirty thousand and just doing a word search really is not the way so we've hand gone through Almost all of them. We're about halfway through the investigation. And a couple of things stand out, Glenn. First of all, this is not just a Hunter Biden story. This is a Joe Biden story. Joe Biden financially directly benefited from Hunter Biden's deals while he was vice president. Um, that's not surmising. That's not implying. It's directly evidenced in the emails. So and it, can- it
0: is, it, is it a, I mean, because, Peter, that is quite a charge um is it buttoned up 100 there's no way this could be taken apart uh and 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 looked at in a different way
2: yeah it's i'll tell you how clear cut it is glenn uh hunter biden takes money from foreign entities hunter biden consistently and regularly is paying his father's and his mother's bills while they're vice president of the united states um that's how clear cut it is and by the way that's not legal it's not legal for an elected official. You can get gifts from family members, uh, but it's very specifically fi- fi- defined what a gift is. And paying their bills uh, does not count as giving them a gift.
0: Yeah, so but, it uh, is. But how much money? I mean, you know, what is that? Uh, you know, they live modestly, I'm sure.
2: Oh, no. I mean, it's it's uh, I, I'm not going to give you an exact amount now, but it's not a modest amount. Um, and the other thing uh, that is clear is that Hunter Biden, uh, it, it, it's a quid pro quo. Um, there are emails in which he actually is communicating with foreign nationals where he says Uh, I have given you all the access you asked for in the White House. I got you meetings at the vice president's residence. I got you meeting with White House officials. I got you meeting uh, at at White House events. Um, And then he's angry because the promised deals have not materialized. So he's laying out explicitly that the access was a quid pro quo. Um, So these are just sort of the ground level. Um, I will tell you that Uh, Once we are done with the investigation and once we release it, um, uh, this is going to be a massive scandal that's going to raise all kinds of fundamental questions uh, about the nature uh, of the Obama, sorry, of the Biden administration uh, and how and why certain decisions are being made in the Biden White House. Currently. Currently. Currently.
0: Peter... Uh, you need some. Uh, you need some extra security. Just let me know. Uh, you you are you're headed down a dark, dark rabbit hole. Um, do you have any idea when you'll be able to release any of this?
2: Uh, it'll probably be in January. Um, and I will say, Glenn. I mean, we've known each other for many years. Have done a lot of things. This is. Uh, I would say by far uh, the most frightening uh, research uh, that we've done. That includes the Clintons. That includes the previous work on the Bidens. The insider trading in Congress. Uh, this is by far uh, the most frightening. Uh, what do, what do you
0: mean by? What do you mean by frightening? Uh,
2: you're you're talking about uh, let's say very sinister foreign entities. You know th- this is not. When people think of corruption, I think a lot of times, Glenn, people think of, you know, okay, this congressman, you know, got a contract for this paving company, or... Mm -hmm. They, they helped out some Wall Street banker. And I'm not minimizing it. That's important stuff. But what we're dealing with here is, is a Biden family business model that's laid out in the, in the Biden emails and other uh, sources of information that I've just talked about. Uh, their business model was not to just go for uh, low-hanging fruit in safe places uh, to collect money. Uh, they went directly um, to the darkest corners of the earth when it comes to corruption and adversaries of the United States, uh, and we're prepared to do their bidding. That, that is the bottom line that comes out of these emails, and that is not surmising, that is explicit and detailed um, in, in the emails, and, and people will be able to read it for themselves uh, when we release them.
0: I mean this sincerely, Peter. Stay safe.
2: We will, Glenn, and I appreciate, as always, uh, your friendship and, and encouragement and support for what we do.
0: You bet. Thanks a lot. Peter Schweitzer.
1: Wow. That is going to be a big deal. And if you know anything, I mean, again, he throws out, you know, this is bigger than when we found insider trading in Congress. Peter is literally responsible for changing the law of the United States because of that investigation. This is not a minor yeah, thing. It all stopped. Insider
0: trading stopped. Um, in Congress because of, of his work, he has exposed big, big things for him to say what, what, what makes me really nervous, pray for him and his staff and the people around him. Uh, when he says it's the most frightening when you're dealing in those dark corners, uh, you know, you know what happens to people who cross Putin, um, anywhere, anywhere in the world. All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's Built Bar. If you haven't ordered a box of Built Bars yet, you have to ask your question. Uh, why are you being cruel to yourself, your tongue, uh, the yummy, the, the things that need a yummy home in your tummy? Uh, really, honestly, it is it's good for you, blah, 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 blah. And it is really good, really good. Built Bar understands how the world really works flavor first, healthy crap second. That's why built bars taste like a candy bar. When you bite into it, you're fooling your body into eating something healthy. I know I never thought it was possible. It's like the fat pill. It's we're there when, okay, how come everything tastes like crap? That's good for you. Built bar has crossed the threshold. They're there. The promise is, is true it's happened i want you to check them out for yourself go to built.com use the promo code beck15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order 120 calories per bar real chocolate really good taste uh lots of protein four net carbs i think uh on most of them so they're really good for you and they taste great get them for snacks uh, I could build a whole meal around them, quite honestly. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Built dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. So you're gonna have to help me out. remember, um, I think it was on HBO and it's such a great series and i watched it because eh, it's pretty much about the murdochs at least that's what they they want you to think what's that series uh do you know what i'm talking about yes totally secession yeah uh, secession Mm -hmm. okay and uh the son's name kendall kendall Mm -hmm. i think that is the hunter biden story yes
1: Every time I, I you, the more and more you see about what Hunter has done and been doing over his life, you just can't get Hunter or you can't get Kendall out, out of, of your, your mind yeah. if you've watched that show.
0: And if you've watched that show, you just think, I mean, it is exactly the same story. Dad is uh, seemingly a, a nice guy to him, but not really. He's passive aggressive like crazy. Yeah. And he's using all of his his uh, addictions against him. And gets him to make, you know, money for the family, do all the illicit deals and and would flush him down the toilet in a heartbeat. And you look at what's going on right now.
1: If if this was a sane relationship between father and son, the last thing in the world Hunter would be doing is this. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, yeah, of course, he deserves to be able to earn a living, but he shouldn't be doing it in the most
0: corrupt industry imaginable. If if, if, If I mean. You know, Joe Biden, and I don't want to judge anybody's love for their for their family. But honestly, to put Joe Biden into the presidency, his family should have stepped up and said, you know, dad, no, um, because he's just not there. Uh, And in the reverse, I will tell you, if if I love my children and I do, If one of them had the record of Hunter Biden, I'd be there for him every step of the way. But I would not be putting him into these high pressure situations and, you know, lots of money and corruption all around. That would be the worst thing I could do to a drug addict.
1: Yeah. I I mean, think about it. There's only two possibilities here. If Hunter, you know really cared about the presidency of the united let's say everything's completely fine and he cares about his dad's presidency the last thing in the world he would be doing is something this that, yeah, right something that makes it look like right the appearance. On, the, on the other hand the only reason you do it in that situation is if these uh, payments and influence were actually real like if this was a purchase of influence then you wouldn't necessarily stop them. And what has his answer been? To hide all the people who are buying the art. I mean, it certainly adds up to corruption. And I think we're going to find a lot more from Peter over the next six months or so
0: that backs that up. That is remarkable. remarkable. What Peter just said was remarkable. That is worth sharing with some friends. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. They have come into possession of a very rare lot of the most historic coin in U.S. history, at least one of them. It's the five uh, five dollar gold Indian head. What a surprise. It's not worth five dollars anymore because it's solid gold. It's extremely similar to the five dollar uh, Liberty coins that I own, um, and I buy them for a reason. I'm a coin collector. Um, And it's it's worth about 10 times. It's or I should say it's rarer, about 10 times rarer than the gold Liberty coins. It's highly sought after. They have very few of these. They've just got a a lot in of this this week only. They are offering a pre-launch special before they offer these to the general public. With each tube of Indian Head Coins uh, purchased, you are going to receive a brand new 2021 Type 2 Silver Eagle and a copy of the Crisis Preparedness Handbook, all at no additional cost. You have a chance to buy these before anybody else. It's only available this week and while the inventory lasts, call Goldline right now. 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo
1: code is Glenn. You got a brand new Studios America, followed by the brand new Glenn TV, the origins of COVID
0: tonight. Welcome to the program to a good friend of the uh, program, Giancarlo Sopo, a conservative media strategist, former Trump campaign official and uh, somebody whose family escaped from Cuba. Welcome, Giancarlo. How are you?
3: Hey Glenn, it's so great to talk to you again.
0: Uh, yeah, great to talk, talk to you. I th- I've been thinking about you for the last few days. As soon as I saw the protests in uh in Cuba. Can you tell us what's really going on from the ground? Do you have any contact with anybody in Cuba?
3: Yeah. Uh we have I have many sources on the ground there. Essentially what's what's going on is that people are just fed up. People are fed up with six decades of oppressive tyranny. Uh you know, th- there's been a lot of attention on COVID and whether this protest is for vaccines or whatever. That's all nonsense. Maybe COVID is the straw that broke the camel's back exactly. because it, it it showed that the Cuban regime's propaganda that it's some kind of healthcare paradise was entirely false, and Cubans are now very aware of that because they're seeing that while the rest of the world is moving past COVID. Cases in, on the island are skyrocketing. People are dying in hospitals oh. with because there is there is no oxygen, there is no treatment for COVID on the island. Uh, the Cuban regime refused Pfizer vaccines on a humanitarian basis. Um, so, so we did then, offer. Oh yeah, so everyone talks about the embargo. The, the embargo has very wide loop, loopholes for food and for medicine. This is entirely the Castro regime's doing because they have uh, choked off innovation on the island. It's a communist dictatorship. The government is by far the largest employer in the state, uh, in, 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 the, in the nation. Their entire economy is under the control of the Cuban military. When people go to hotels in Cuba, what they're actually doing is giving the money directly to the Cuban military apparatus because Imagine that if you stayed here like a, at a Holiday Inn, you were giving money to the U.S. Army because the Army owned Holiday Inn. That's exactly wow. what, what's, what the situation is like in Cuba. When you go to a Cuban hotel or any kind of state-run establishment for tourists, that feeds money directly into the coffers of the Cuban military, uh, which is why I've always encouraged if Americans are going is to support the private sector. Do not stay in anything that's like funded by the government. So people are just fed up. Uh, there had been lot, like massive crackdowns on prominent artists on the island in, in recent months um, who, who began protesting the regime. And then like with greater internet access, people have become more aware and just less afraid. There is no respect for Cuba's current dictator, the man who inherited the, the crown per se from Raul Castro. Uh, nobody respects him. He's a charlatan, he's a fraud. And so the Cuban people are fed up and they're demanding their God-given rights.
0: So tell me about, because a hundred people have been disappeared, uh, a Chinese uh, word, um, where they were protesting and now they're just gone. Um, Tell me how dangerous it's becoming for people on the streets.
3: It's very dangerous. We're seeing footages and I'm receiving a lot of people uh, on the island, who are able to sneak out images because they're somehow able to use proxies and VPNs to go around the government censors of, of the internet.
0: Yeah, because I, uh, I thought I that they, I thought they had shut the internet down
3: there. That's what they've maintained the the internet. What they've blocked off or any kind of social media sites. Okay, uh, but Cubans are extremely resourceful. Um and intelligent, and they're able to kind of like they're able to kind of get around them uh, with through proxies and VPNs if they're mm. able to access them. Yeah, so the government has now deployed uh, its black beret forces going neighborhood by neighborhood, cleaning out h- homes, um, arresting dissidents, ma- mandatory enlistment of young men between the ages of eighteen and nineteen and twenty into the the military. They've like there are there are images of the regime dragging people in that age group, young men in that age group out of their homes and forcing them to attack their fellow Cubans. Uh, The situation is getting really nasty. And I'm also hearing reports. I've been unable to independently verify this, but I've now received a couple of reports from people on the ground in Cuba saying that their neighborhoods are being patrolled by people with foreign accents. So these would be Venezuelan troops on the island in Cuba.
0: Uh I was shocked to see Biden say, you know, anything about the fight for freedom in Cuba. Um we have an opportunity now to help the people of I mean this regime could fall because of this and we're not doing anything. What should we be doing?
3: Well, that's a very good question. I think one of the first things that we could do is to work to facilitate internet access as much as possible to the Cubans, whether it's through satellite or whether it's through our military base in Guantanamo. Uh, There are ways to do it. We should be very aggressively pursuing that if the technology allows for it. The second thing is that the US State Department, the Department of Defense, could work with American VPN providers uh, and proxy servers to make their services more easily available To the cuban people so they can circumvent the censors and then the last thing that we should be looking at is that look the cuban people do not have weapons one of the first things that fidel castro did when he came into power is that he confiscated all guns cubans are not allowed to own guns of any kind not even for hunting so if there's one thing that we should be doing is if we we should be considering a humanitarian corridor uh where we would and send the castro regime a very clear message If you fire upon your people, you you will, all options are on the table. We will enforce, uh, we will work with our allies to bring peace to the Cuban people, but we cannot tolerate a massacre of the Cuban people. You're talking about the, if there's one thing that Cuba does very well, it's intelligence and it's uh, internal military operations uh, and policing. So we should be defending the Cuban people or at least helping them defend themselves
0: how can we help how can the average person help
3: the best thing that people could do right now is continue sharing images coming out of cuba uh retweet them keep the issue on the news the regime always bets that these that uh, our attention is going to go away elsewhere and that people will not care for uh dissidents that americans will not pay any attention to them arresting and beating people um so I've been tweeting out a lot of images and I I know that you've been very supportive Glenn. And so have, and so have other uh, people like Ben Shapiro uh, who are really drawing a lot of attention to this issue. Keep retweeting that keep Cuba in the news and use the hashtag S O S Cuba.
0: Okay. Giancarlo Sopo. um, We, uh, we pray for Cuba and we pray for sanity. It's, it's remarkable to me that these countries are seeing uprisings, China, Cuba, Venezuela, they're seeing these uprisings uh, and we are a society going in the exact opposite direction. We're running towards it. It's mind boggling,
3: yeah, whereas the I, I always encourage everyone go to Miami, speak to Cuban Americans. our like our community can can talk to anyone about the reality of living under socialism, totalitarian uh, rule. And I I think, you know, Americans are always amazed um, when they go to Miami and they speak to Cuban expats just about how patriotic we feel about this country and how grateful we are. So thank you so much for your support, Glenn. And I really appreciate the listeners tuning in as well. Thanks a lot.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, All right. We're going to come back uh, for the last few minutes of the program. First, let me tell you about American financing. How's your financial life looking? Do you have a pretty clean slate right now, or are you working to pay off some debts? It can be tough, especially when you're trying to clear some of those debts, the ones with high interest payments, credit cards, your mortgage, any loans that you might have. And don't get me started on the credit cards with the enormous interest rates, because they are going to go through the through the roof soon. It's time for you to make the call. And you know the call that I'm talking about, the call to American Financing when you do you're going to be put in touch with an amazing staff of financial consultants they're going to do a free financial review for you to see what your options are maybe it's time to refinance that mortgage at a lower rate uh, lower rates are still to be had maybe it's time to roll the debts into consolidation loan it will square you off with everything else so you can finally breathe a little Whatever the option is that's best for you, they'll help you find it. It's American Financing. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Plus one 82334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome to the Glenbeck Program tonight. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means, party at Glenn's house. It's uh, our uh, blaze. Blazed... Really? That's what it means. Yeah.
1: I thought you, you, you wanted see... people to come and you check out see my show. parties.
0: That's mm. what my parties are like. I've been to your parties.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my parties aren't horrible. They're usually good after you leave. Like
4: usually. Right? Yeah.
1: Because they're usually in fun places and fun things are available and you come in and you kind of do your thing and then you leave and then they get really fun. Right. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they are. Mm-hmm.
0: It's the best way to do a party. Don't show up for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Invite a bunch of people that you really like mm-hmm. and, uh, and that all get along and uh, do something really fun mm-hmm. and then come in and just go, hey, it's going to be great. Everybody having a good time? Listen, I just want to you know, say, hey, whatever, and then leave. Mm-hmm. And you, you do the kind
1: of the slip out thing. We just kind of what do you mean a slip? out Well, you don't. you do a little speech or whatever, and then you get halfway through, like, you know, whatever's going on. And then all of a sudden, no, where's Glenn? Is he still is he still here? Well, the party's fun. So, no, he's not. <laughs> and everyone realizes that you've just slithered out the back door somehow. Yeah. I don't slither.
0: It's more of a slink than a slither. Men of our size do not slither. Yeah. I, I would agree. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> and we was, I can't slink either at this size. It's more of a roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's like who's bowling mean, out in the hallway i didn't mean to <laughs> i didn't mean to leave the party it was just the the door was was you know right behind a big slant in the room and i just rolled out <laughs> Sadly, i sad it's very sad very sad but you have the new the big show tonight which
1: you're going to be talking about the the origins of covid right after by i should mention a brand new Stu does america on blaze tv BlazeTV.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn
0: all right. $10, $10. Then after you listen to that bull bullcrap, um, then <laughs> what you do is you uh, listen to the uh, Glenn Beck uh, Wednesday night special, which is all about COVID. Mm-hmm. A couple of chalkboards are being pulled out. Mm-hmm. This is a great, great episode. Yeah, oh, I wish, tonight.
1: wish someone said that already. That would have been, would have been helpful if someone had you. mentioned that your special on COVID and the origins was tonight. I thought you were blabbing about your
0: thing, you know, whatever it is.
1: I, mean, I was also blabbing doing, about my thing. but I tuned out
0: after that. All right. Anyway, um, (laughs) you know, the woman who started the uh, 1619 project, Mm -hmm. Hannah Nicole Jones or whatever um, she is, uh, she, she did an interview uh, where she was talking about Cuba and I think you're going to really relate to her. Now, remember 1619 project. She's been the one who is really pushing all of this garbage into our schools Here's what she said about Cuba. Listen. Candidates right now, or even just places, that you think have a viable and sufficiently um, ambitious integration agenda? And if so, what what is it? <laughs> <laughs> that,
4: that laughs at a lot right there. Yeah. I mean, one, <laughs> let me just, um, I, I'm definitely not an expert on uh, race relations internationally. Um, and... It's also hard to look at countries that didn't have, you know, large institutions of slavery and compare them to the United States. The answer is probably going to be surprising uh, that I'm going to give, which is if you want to see the most equal uh, multiracial, Hmm. uh, it's not a democracy, (laughs) Hmm. most equal multiracial country in our hemisphere, it would be Cuba, Mm. Cuba has the least inequality between black and white people of uh, uh, any place mm. really in the hemisphere. That's, mm. uh, I mean, the Caribbean, most of the Caribbean, it's, it's hard to count because the white population in a lot of those countries is very, very small. They're countries run by black folks. But in places that are truly um, at least biracial countries, Cuba actually has the least inequality. Oh, that's great. And that's largely due to socialism, which I'm sure no one wants mm. to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what is that? What <laughs> okay, is that stop. actually?
0: So she she goes on to say that it is the revolution really happened because of what they did with education. You know, they came in and they they started teaching the kids about revolution and the the communist principles. Uh, and uh, gosh, it's uh, good to see that. Uh, She understands exactly what she's doing here in America, sowing the seeds of revolution. She said, without getting to the children, you cannot have a revolution. Um, So congratulations, uh, Cuba. You have somebody speaking out for you. Well, not for you, but for the leadership. And by the way, um, I've been to a lot of Caribbean countries and some of them are nice, but I sure wouldn't want to live there. Uh, You know, they're good for about a week or so. And then you're like, "Ah, I got to, you know, get back to a place that has working roads and systems and 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 not like massive poverty. Right. Like three blocks away from where you are. I saw
1: the Michael Moore documentary Mm -hmm. about Cuba. And did you know there's a doctor on every corner on
0: every corner think that's about
1: weird. how inefficient of a healthcare system that is <laughs> to a, just a doctor on but every corner there. of every street but yeah. that's what they do they have so many doctors mm-hmm. and so much medication they'll give it away to anybody mm. and did you know doctors and nurses they just walk up to places and do house calls like all day long wow at least that according Sounds to the like footage it. that they got in cuba
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh, something doesn't seem right about that mm. uh That lie about uh, the socialist (laughs) countries like Cuba. Um, And, and, you know, there's a reason why everybody's, you know, equal. Um, You know, for the most part, as she said, for the most part. Yeah. Everybody's life sucks. Mm -hmm. Everybody is poor, except for the very, very, very few at the top. And you can't really even count those guys because it's not a big number. It's only just a few people at the very, very top. Uh, you know, but everybody else is equal. Yeah, I don't want that kind of equality. Thank you. I don't want that kind of equality. People who live here at the poorest portions live better than many in Cuba. This is the Glenn Beck program.